When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working-class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, We are breaking the fever now. Well, first thing, it's a very sad day because I think Kevin McCarthy is one of the most talented leaders I've ever worked with. I think that he accomplished an amazing amount for having a small majority and being having to take on both the Senate and the White House. And I think this is really a tragic outcome. Uh, this was a leader who both gained seats in 2020, gained seats in 2022, increased the number of women members, increased the number of veterans, increased the number of minority members, uh, and he had a vision for a better future. And let, let's be clear here, Sean. Uh, you know, if, if the University of Georgia Bulldogs were the number one team in the country right now, if you started a game and four of the members of the offensive squad decided they were actually on the Alabama side and began tackling your own people, you'd probably get them off the field. Well, think about what we saw today. Four percent, four percent decided they were so morally superior, so intellectually pure, so patriotically better that they would side with the Democrats, and that's what they did, in order to defeat the entire Republican House caucus. Ninety-six percent of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. Four percent voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. Newt's running bad, driven out of public life, the traitor eight. And I agree with Newt. And you guys know how tied I am with Nancy Mesa. I mean, I spoke to Nancy last night, and I told her she did the wrong thing. She said, no, I didn't. Well, okay. So I, um, I'm not going to refer to Nancy as a traitor necessarily, but she is part of that group, so I guess I am, aren't I? <laughs> oh, well. My next guest... We say one of the best two politicians in my lifetime in New York, him and Rudy, a uh, better part of four decades, a great congressman out of Long Island, Homeland Security. Now he's a major star here at WABC between me and Katz. He is Peter King. Pete, good morning. You heard from both sides there. You heard from Matt Gates, who I think is an, an a-hole, and you heard from Newt Gingrich, who's a great American. Uh, something tells me, based on your post this morning, you tend to agree with me and Newt, but the floor is yours, Congressman King. What do you say? 
Thank you, Steve. Uh, first of all, I totally agree with Newt. I totally agree with you. And Matt Gates is a low life. The fact that he was able to do this, I don't think like I was uh, listening to Curtis. I don't think people realize how dangerous this is. We have a two-party system. You elect the leader of your party. You elect the speaker. And that person is out there negotiating for you. If you can have 3 or 4% of the party go over and remove the Republican speaker by dealing with Hakeem Jeffries and the progressive Democrats, this is going to lead to chaos. It's never happened before. I guess maybe it happened once back in 1830 or something. But the fact is there's a reason for that. When Kevin McCarthy, whoever the next speaker is going to be, when he's in there negotiating, it's important that he can say he is the party behind him. It's also important you know, the speaker is, is second in line to the president of the United States. For foreign leaders to be able to see that our speaker has uh, substance, that our uh, speaker has support, and that there's a certain uh, reliability. We don't want to end up like these European parliaments where you're removing prime ministers and government leaders overnight. We have a certain stability. A president's in for four years. A speaker's in for two years, two-year terms, and we go with that. And all this talk to Kevin McCarthy and the deficit and the budget, the fact is he did as much, if not more, than any Republican leader could possibly do. The Democrats control the White House. The Democrats control the Senate. And he, Kevin only has a four- or five-seat margin in the House of Representatives. And for him to be able to make the uh, progress that he has, for him to be able to hold together Republicans the way he has, the way he's been able to, in many cases, face down Joe Biden the way he has, and it, to me, it's incredible. And so for people to stand on the sidelines and say uh, that uh, he could have done more, you've got to be in the trenches to see what's going on. Again, uh, he, it, considering what he was up against, and also, you know, uh, people like Matt Gates talk about the House majority. The only reason there is a House majority is because of uh, New York, people like Lolota, Garbarino, D'Esposito, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that, uh, Mike Waller, Mark Molinaro. These are all the, they're the ones who made the New York majority, uh, the uh, Republican majority yep. in, the, in the Congress. And without them, there wouldn't be one. So there's, they're the ones that Matt Gates said that he wants to run primaries against. So anyone who wants to complain about a primary against Matt Gates, the fact is he wanted to go after the Republicans in New York who are the ones who gave Republicans the majority they have in the House of Representatives. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. You know where I've gotten in my life, Pete, is I don't like uh, these extremists. Uh, certainly I hate the progressives. Hate's a strong word, but I hate them. I despise them on the left. And I don't like the guys on the right either. I don't like these wackos on the right. Like Steve Bannon to me is a wacko. Uh, Matt Gates to me is a wacko. I don't like them. I believe that in politics and everything in life, there's got to be a happy medium. And I don't know exactly what Nancy Mace is talking about, budgets and deficits. That's your league. That's not mine. And I don't even care. For me, I'm a smart guy. This comes down to one thing. Matt Gates had a personal vendetta against McCarthy. He didn't like him. It's not about the budget, the deficits. The de- it's none of that. He didn't like him. And he was able, with just 4% of the vote, 
to remove him because he's a psycho. I'm not okay with that. I agree with you completely. And the fact is, to me, there's nothing wrong with having firm opinions, firm beliefs. But when you're in the arena, what you do is you fight to get as much as you can. You, you make compromise when you have to. And you don't demand all, all or nothing. And so, I mean, Ronald Reagan was probably the most conservative president we ever had. He made a lot of compromises with Chip O'Neill. We can go up and down the line on that. That's how you get things done. But, for instance, like, your members of Congress, again, I don't know Nancy Mace, but for them to say that Kevin McCarthy broke his word on the budget and all that, I'm sure that he fully intended to do what he could. But when you're in there and you find out you can't get this bill through because the votes aren't there, then you go for the next you're the next best bill. You go for the next best piece of legislation. Because, by the way, let me stop you for a second. Because, because let, let's take the other scenario here. Let's say, to your point, Peter, that McCarthy said, no good, no, no, you didn't take my budget, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, and we had a government shutdown. Okay, they shut down the government. What do you think Matt Gates will be saying today? Oh, this guy's the worst. We have a government shutdown. We got people not getting paid. We got so McCarthy, and this is why people are so stupid. It, it really bothers me. McCarthy was in a no-win situation. If he did the deal, it was no good because the Democrats won. If he didn't do the deal, then the government shuts down, and Matt Gates would be killing him for that today. Who's Matt Gates kidding? Yeah, Gates was setting up Kevin McCarthy to fail. And listen, Gates has his own agenda. What bothers me is that so many uh, people in the media and the public are falling for this, somehow saying this is uh, a failure of leadership by Kevin McCarthy. No, he was a strong, tough leader. He had 96% of his party behind him. He kept the government open. He's made real progress considering the odds that are against him. And, uh, and let's give a lot of the credit to the members of Congress from New York who often have cast tough votes even though it wasn't entirely in accord with their district, they cast, cast the tough votes for the overall good of maintaining a Republican majority. If Matt Gates to be out there parading around like he's some kind of hero, to me it's a disgrace. If, to yep. me, if the yep. future of the United States is going to be in the hands of Matt Gates, okay. that, that is a bad yeah. sign for our country. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Oh, another bad sign is that Curtis Sleeper last segment agrees with Matt Gates, and you never want to be on that side unless he's talking about the migrants. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, first of all, you have, you know, you have Matt Gates and AOC and Hakeem Jeffries. They all voted the same way yesterday. Right, right. And Curtis is lined up with them. Three says a lot about Curtis. <laughs> Well, I uh, I nominate you, Peter. Not that I have a nomination party here, but uh, I was listening to uh, Rita Cosby's piece with Niels last night, and uh, he he wants to nominate President Trump. I guess he didn't find out that Trump is running for president, but he made the uh, the point, and he's right about that, which is you don't have to be a member of the House to uh, to be the Speaker. So I nominate you. You want the gig? 
Uh, let me let me think about it, okay? Let me uh, talk to my wife and see how cookies she wants. You don't want that gig. You, listen, let me listen. No, no, no. No, you no, like to you like to go to Umberto's on a Wednesday night. You like the your Notre Dame Fighting Irish had a huge win over Duke on Saturday, yeah, great, great right? Game. You got a you got a beautiful daughter in North Carolina, Sean. You don't want that nonsense, right? I'm out of Congress. I love being down there, but it was time to go. I turned the page. I'm gone. And even if I were in Congress today. I would not want to be speaker. It's absolutely, it's absolutely impossible job. Right. It's, it's it, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I see it, and I'm not in politics, never was. You can't win with that job, right? You can't win. No, you can't. You, you, you can't. And listen, it's tough enough taking on a Democratic president and a Democratic Senate when you have to also have to worry about your own people stabbing you in the back. It makes the job absolutely impossible. And they always put, why didn't McCarthy do this? Why didn't McCarthy do that? The fact is he's doing all he possibly can. And considering the odds against him, I think he did a great job. And this is a terrible precedent. We're going to have a situation now where you can get five or six people from the other party to bring down a speaker. I mean, you know, the Republicans can do this to Pelosi, to Otaki, and Jeffries. We need stability. Whether you like the people in charge or not, your party, the other party, you have to have a certain stability to go forward. You just can't constantly be blowing the place up. So we'll wrap it up with this. Uh, you and Bo Dito, my boy Bo, who I love. Bo was, uh, was, became a never Trumper. <laughs> but, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, he said, well, now I'm, I'm going the other way. Now I'm back on the Trump bandwagon. Now you have not done that. You have uh, said you feel badly for Trump. Certainly the last two days, it's got to make you sick to your stomach. That's I mean, this is ridiculous. Terrible, yeah. terrible. But are you still not, not a Trump guy? You're still not there? No, I'm still not supporting him. Having said that, what he's going through is terrible. I think, I think all four indictments are terrible. This civil case in New York is an absolute abuse of uh, justice. And to me, I, I would hope the American people, whether they like or dislike Donald Trump, would realize the dangerous path we're going down, where you can destroy a person's financial empire just because he's on the wrong side in politics. I mean, this is incredible. I have this kind of a lawsuit, this kind of an action by the attorney general where not one person lost a penny, when everyone made a profit, and there was absolutely no harm done to anyone, and yet to make Donald Trump public enemy number one and ruin what he spent a whole life developing is an absolute disgrace. What do you think, too, about that gag order they put out yesterday? Trump can't talk about it. I guess he pissed off somebody on social media. I don't know. How what American you know, is I that? Uh, first of all, I don't believe in gag orders. Uh, I think Donald Trump went over the line with this one. He was going after a woman who was probably working in the courthouse. I mean, you know, leave her out of it. But he, to me, he should be able to say what he wants about the judge, about about the attorney general, and he should give it free reign. Because they've spent the last year, two years, attacking him every day and going after him. So he's entitled to take his shots. Agreed. Well, listen, you were great again today, and uh, and I agree with everything you said. I loved your appearance. I like when uh, you and I agree, or any of my guests for that matter. So uh, thank you for stopping by today, Pete. Continue to speak the truth and go Irish. Okay, say hello to Vito and say hello to Steve for ripping for me, okay? You got though Both those guys love you. You got it. You got it, Pete. That's my man right there, Congressman Peter King. That's a good man.